T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley with the biggest stories of the day. It's the Big Three at Three. Number one. Number one, happy Valentine's Day to my beautiful uh, my beautiful wife, Courtney. My forever Valentine, baby. Yeah, I just wanted to get that one off first. Hopefully get a little tussle action this week. Uh, I like that from you. I did. I went to the bathroom earlier. That's out. all you got. That's uh, like yeah. you gonna open up. You gonna open up big three at three oh, with right. that, you and that's all you more? got. Sorry, I mean, you got to give me more than that, man. You didn't even move a hip. <laughs> give me a little. Turn <laughs> my hat back. Hold hey, on, come so. on, man. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. Daddy's coming home. Mm. Deep thrust. <laughs> oh. <baby. laughs> Felt that over in here, man. For the, for the record, he's not going to say deep thrust. He was just letting everybody know out there what he was how he's hitting gyrating right there. Right in there, baby. <laughs> the showman. We got gallons of water bottles ready, baby. No cramps tonight. <laughs> got to stay hydrated. It is weird. Hey. I know this is the big three, but I'm sorry. I, I went to the bathroom earlier. I walked past like three women that I, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure are married, and I looked at them, and it was weird to know, like, with all of them, you can tell it's going down tonight. It's going oh, okay. Like you could just tell, like on a night tonight, like you. You think like, that's because it's Valentine's Day, or yeah. you think that's because you, you you damn near OD'd on Stud RX a while ago? Well, I did, and I, I think I think uh, I think available it's only for Texas residents through that's a right. licensed telehealth provider. Hey, when shows website. when shows start sounding like that in the radio show, that Stud RX <laughs> is kicking in, boys. <laughs> no, it's Valentine's Day, right? Like when you walk, man, you see them. Like I, I saw I saw a couple today. I'm like, yep. It's going down tonight, baby. They're all wearing their best undies yeah. for sure. You know, one I looked one in the eyes. It was like, uh oh, see that play some John Mayer tonight. Get after it. Walk past another one. <laughs> Pure Jodeci is what the look in her eyes is. <laughs> uh, I, I saw Cheryl earlier. I said, "You're wearing lace, aren't you?" Yeah, like the, one of them, the girl up top, her head said, "Freak me, baby." That's what the worst, <laughs> the worst said over the top of her head. Oh. 
Sorry. Valentine's Sorry. Day, Happy boy. Valentine's Day to my lady. I'm sure you feel the same. Yeah, to man. Low and, uh, and Both of my ladies back at the house, man. Happy Valentine's. My little girl, I woke up this morning, my little girl had a, had a shirt on that said, Daddy is my Valentine. That's pretty cute. I hope, How about I, that? I, I hope I get 20 more years of, of that being her Valentine's statement. Yeah, that's cute. That. Happy yeah. Valentine's Day to my if, four girls, too. I don't too. know if you got 20, though. I, I don't, I, I, don't I, need, I, need, I need 21 before she starts uh, calling somebody else for Valentine, Bo. I think, I think Turtlenecks and sweatpants. I think 14. <laughs> Turtlenecks and sweatpants. <laughs> Turtlenecks and sweatpants, and Daddy's your Valentine. That's where we're at. 13 <laughs> to 14 red. years. Yeah, that's, Good luck, Liv. That's Good what luck, her, baby. That's what her mom wears. All right, listen, uh, the coaching staffs, uh, the coaching carousel is over in the NFL. All jobs are filled. And I want to get these two out real quick, Clint. We just saw Jonathan Gannon uh, as he coached the Eagles in the uh, Super Bowl. Jonathan Gannon is somebody who has been interviewed here twice uh, the last two seasons. They've had openings, and it looked like it's been it's been talked about that they were, that Jonathan Gannon was a, a a Nick Casario guy, a guy that Casario really liked. But he is becoming the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And Clint, there's a lot to unpack with that to think of. Boy, is he the fit for Kyler? Like he's got to like that. Like he has got to be. He's going to be the head coach. We'll see who he is with the offense. But the head coach is going to have to have some sort of a fit with the uh, with the quarterback. And that is that is a tough situation uh, with what with everything that has happened with their quarterback situation in Kyler Murray. Yeah, look, I, I think it's I think it is going to end up being a, a. Now I don't know what kind of head coach Jonathan Gannon is going to be, but I, I think a defensive minded head coach is probably a good thing in Arizona. Uh, typically, defensive-minded oh, yeah. head coaches are, are less likely to put up with with that the attitude stuff that we saw um, from Kyler Murray. I mean, he, they, they're they're a lot they're going to deal with that a lot more direct, maybe than than an offensive-minded head coach will. I don't know if that'll be a good thing or a bad thing, but but I, I would just venture. I was the one thing I was a journeyman. I, I was around a lot of defensive-minded coaches, whether they were head coaches or, or defensive coordinators. There's a short fuse. There's no BS. There is there, there's black and white. There's no gray area. There's no kid gloves, and and with those guys typically, and and that is probably what is the best medication for what's going on offensively in Arizona. So we'll see how it all ends up working out. But I'll say that 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 dynamic of going in there and letting Kyler know, like, look, all the bull job, all the, the immature, all the bad body language, like this isn't high school junior high football. It, it, it's we got to all grow up around here. Like that's got to be a thing of the past, and I would imagine a defensive-minded coach can. Do get you, you get that feel from Jonathan Gannon though? I don't get. I don't. Like, I'm not gonna say I've been around him or seen him a lot, but I just don't get. Like when I think of like that's the guy who's gonna put his foot in the ass of Kyler Murray. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know, I don't know to. Him. I don't know to that degree of like foot in the ass, but but I'm just talking about the mentality of hey, we don't have time. Like, we don't have time for the quarterback to be pouting on the – like, I don't care. Like, an offensive-minded guy would do everything he can to kind of deal with that with kid gloves and and, and massage the situation into, uh, you know, having success and get the best out of him. Where I think a defensive-minded coach is going to be, hey, man, this is the NFL. Hey, man, you're making a lot of money. I mean, you're making way too much money to, to be acting like a grade school, a grade school quarterback. Like, I mean, you got to get this together and and be a professional. And, and I think in turn, I, I think – and again, I don't know that it's – ruling with an iron fist so to speak but I think Kyler Murray will be a lot less likely to walk over to Jonathan Gannon and and tell him to calm the hell down on the sideline the way he was real quick to do with with um 
Cliff Kingsbury given their past. I, I feel like they need a hard ass over there. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I'm just saying defensive yeah, coaches typically are more hard asses on quarterbacks than they either don't care and they they hand it off to somebody else and say that's your that's your problem, child, go deal with it, or they just say, hey, look, I I don't have time for this this stuff. That's so, why I, I still think, you know, with him being the defensive coach, I I, I don't see that in him. Yeah, but. I don't know. There's, I a, there's, I, a, there's a fella out there that is being interviewed for offensive coordinator jobs that feels like he has that put his foot in your ass type of thing in him, and that Eric Bieniemy. If they, if he is, I know he's interviewing in Washington yeah. uh, potentially, and I don't know where Jonathan Gannon is going to go from the offensive side of the ball, but it feels like I, I, I just feel like Kyler woke up today, and if Kyler is somebody who is like, oh, I'm gonna walk over him. I feel like he looks at Jonathan Gannon today and is like, "Oh, I'll walk over him. He'll be my friend." Yeah, like see, I don't, was. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't cover Jonathan close enough to know that to, to put. But that I'm not saying, I, I, but I've wondered as he, there ain't no way if he wakes up, and Eric Bieniemy is the yeah. offensive coordinator that he has any confusion. <laughs> well, you, oh, a, oh. a defensive-minded head coach and Eric Bieniemy with his one, with with his one shot to 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 get out from underneath or first shot to get out from underneath Andy Reid and and. Prove what he's capable of doing. He probably ain't going. He's probably going pretty short fuse too. Well, he yeah, just, that, that he's he, got a short fruit. Yeah, he's anyway. Play he? anyway, yeah, he's not going to play from that anyway. He has expectations to Sanders that he looks for you to reach. Also, by the way, it's official. Uh, uh, Shane Steichen is the head coach with Indy. By the way, I, I'll throw this to you. We'll get to, to more because Jim Irsay had a lot of things to say. And Shane Steichen, look out later on around four o'clock. Uh, you all want to go to football, Hornyville? Uh, Clint and Tyler are going to take you there. I mean, who's Hold not feeling? Yeah, there you go. Who's not feeling horny on Valentine's Day? I got, Everyone's I got, horny. Yeah, I got a little something for you that I you're going. You I are can't gonna, argue that. Yeah, I got a little something for you that you are. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to move you a bit. Used to be condoms in here. All right, uh, but real quick, that'd be odd if you, you had condoms you, in your no wallet. No more. Uh, concern? You you a little concerned about this hire for the Texans? Oh As yeah, the Texans fan, yeah, Shane yeah. Steichen, yeah, think, look, yeah, absolutely. I mean. The the off my man just put an offense on the field with a quarterback that was a second round quarterback that that I think needed to be massaged as much as any off any quarterback in the league to get the most out of him. Um, he just put an offense on the field that scored as many points. Like think about this in twenty twenty two slash twenty three season, they played the same number of games as the as the 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 Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs scored three more points than they did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so so that yeah, I mean, he just put that offense on the field, and he did it with, with, you know, a, a, a guy that again that that was a second round pick that nobody really gave a chance, you know, to to be a a, a staple guy, a, a franchise guy, um, and, and he got the most out of out of that. It wasn't like he was gifted a dude that was already established and and could just and could just was lighting defenses up when he got him. I mean, they were a fringe playoff team, got embarrassed in the first round of the playoffs last year. I mean that's not yeah so so hell yeah I mean what 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 Shane Steichen's able to do and then I listened to his press conference today, um, yeah I, I I would I would say I'm I'm a little bit concerned I, I think I think the Indianapolis Colts landed on a very 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 good head coach candidate and what we know is a very very good offensive mind at the very least. Big three and three. Number two. All right, it is official. We knew that the Raiders weren't going to sit there. At least we thought we knew the Raiders weren't going to sit there and allow Derek Carr to be on their roster after today, which would have forced them to kick in to have to pay him $40-plus million. They do release him. Derek Carr is officially released, Clint, which means 
he can go to whatever team he wants to. And he will be one of the most sought-after uh, free agents, uh, free agent quarterbacks out there when we look at teams that are looking for vets trying to recreate the Matt Stafford type of deal. It clears $29-plus million up for the Raiders, and they'll be $50 million up. My thought is, Clint, I, I have to believe Tom Brady was like their plan. Like, I got to believe it had to be a big part of their plan for the Raiders. And now, obviously, Derek Carr is not a part of it. I, I don't know where they go here. Do they come hard after Aaron Rodgers? We know the Jets are. We'll see. Like, I just don't. I, I'm trying to figure out where the Raiders go from here. Well, I, I I think I don't I don't think I've said before I don't think Tom Brady's out of the question, but but I I think I think Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy that they go that they yeah. go hard after at that point in time. I mean, because let, let's be honest, like what McDaniel has to do, Josh McDaniels in 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 uh, the head coach with the Raiders, like what he has to do is just don't embarrass yourself, like get back to respectability, like don't just don't just fall flat on your face again this year. You've got. You've got one of, if not the best wide receiver in the game. You got you got a really, really, really good tight end. Hell, you've got another receiver opposite Devontae Adams is pretty damn good. You got a good slot receiver. I mean, you, there's a lot of good yeah, going the on. Yeah, rusher in the yeah, league. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's a free agent though, isn't he? Yeah, he can. But I mean, um, they got 50 million in space. If yeah, you want to bring yeah, in. and all of that on top of it, you got yeah, 50 Chandler million in space. Chandler Jones and Mac, Mac, uh, Max Crosby. Yeah, on the yeah, edges. yeah. There, there's there's a, a way to win there, and I think I think if you're Mike, if, if you're Josh McDaniels, I mean. You've got to get back to eight, nine, ten wins. Like I, I don't know what that means. I don't know how that puts you relative to being able to 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 to, to compete for a, a Super Bowl. But if 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 I'm the ownership in Las Vegas, the one thing we can't fall flat on our face. Like that's plum ass embarrassing. You go out there and pull a coach from New England. You go out there and pull uh, arguably the best receiver in the game from Green Bay and, and the guy that he spent his entire career with, and you bring him in and you fall flat on your face. I mean, I, nah, that yeah. that can't happen again. Yeah. So you just got to get back to respectability. I think Jimmy gets him there. Yeah, Clint, I didn't even really think about it that way. To the point, like Josh's, Josh's job should be on the line. No question. Because, so they go to the playoffs with the special teams coach. <laughs> yeah. They make it to the playoffs and almost beat the Super Bowl uh, representative of the AFC, the Bengals, on the road. Remember, Carr had a throw with seconds left that could have won the game for the Raiders, but they, but he, you know, he wasn't able to to get it in the end zone. And then from that, you go from bringing in what you thought was going to be an upgrade as an offensive coach and then bringing in Devontae Adams and then bringing in Chandler Jones. And they re-upped, they re-upped Carr to, to give him that, that security as well with the quarterback. And, uh, so you got a better team than you had the year before. And you, I mean, and you drop way back. Yeah, you, you fall don't flat make on the your playoffs. And now you've messed up the relationship and made Derek Carr work. work. Like Derek Carr was thought to be a top 10 guy in yeah. some people's minds. And now Derek Carr is gone. Like you can't come in here and win six games. And and, and show if if you're like again if your ownership in 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 Vegas, you got to look at it like man, there was an opportunity there. Again, I don't know what it means relative relative to the playoffs, but you you had a, like there's no reason like the Chargers weren't what we thought they were going to be, right? No. The, the Broncos, damn right. sure what we what, you had a chance to finish. I mean, right below the Chiefs in the division. Instead, yeah. you fell completely back. Yeah, that that I mean. I would say that that that. I mean, in a year, Derek Carr went from being argued as a top whoa. ten quarterback to completely being out of the franchise and not playing the last two games with. You. Hell yeah, they, they the, the bro the Raiders went from hey they're one piece away man, 
they're running it well. They got they got good tight ends. They they got a good O line. Their defense is amped up. Hey, they're one piece away. Go get Devontae Adams, and you and you mess the bed instead of take that next step. Hell, hell yeah. Yeah, his job on the line, and I would think he would get another opportunity after that if he if he felt so. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean Belichick give him one. Well, Belichick, I mean, as a head coach, I would think he wouldn't get another opportunity. Josh. Josh. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, who? I mean, he would have well, had a, a disaster a in Denver, quit in the middle of the pump, night. Pump faked Indy. Indy, and then here. Yeah, yeah, I would think that'd be. Ah, man, that, when you think about that, Derek Carr, top 10 quarterback in the playoffs in a, less than a year. He's didn't out. finish the next season. Wow. Ran him off, ran him off, ran, yeah. ran him out of the facility before, because before you eight, you week had, 18. Because maybe you thought you had time, and now you not have time, and you mm. may be stuck with Jimmy. Boy, that escalated quickly. Three and three. Number three. All right, all OC jobs get picked up, uh, and I got a feeling, Clint, you're going to really like this one. And, I, I, and I'm going to defer to you, um, and, 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 I, and I really want to get your thoughts on it because I don't know as much about Todd Mulkin when it pertains to the different styles he can go with, right? Todd Mulkin, he is going to leave Georgia as he ran their offense to back-to-back championships. Uh, and he's going to become the Ravens' new offensive coordinator. So that means Lamar Jackson is going to be working under Todd Mulkin. And, Clint, I, I, I wonder what that fit is. I, I'm not going to say to me if this is a good or a bad one. I think a lot of people seem to be raving about this hire. But all I can think about is Todd has had Stetson Bennett. And Stetson Bennett was really, really good. But he's a completely different quarterback uh, of, of Lamar Jackson. I didn't really see, like, all right, this is stuff that he would run that Lamar would run. Your thoughts on this hire? Well, Lamar. I, I mean, look, I, I I think here the big thing for me is I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment and fall in love with what we saw happen at, at Georgia. I mean, Georgia took the field, and look, the TCU game is was got lopsided for many reasons, but but one of those reasons is they, they are just that much that much physic that much better than them physically. Yeah. They're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. I would say Georgia took the field this year with a significant advantage in 75% of their games relative to just the players they have on the field. Uh, a lot of teams they took the field with, their second teamers were, were more physically gifted than the first teamers on the, uh, across the, the field from them. And so I, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment and, and fall in love with Todd Munkin. I, I think there, there have been good there have been good good moments, obviously, and throughout his career. But you look at 2018 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2019 with the Cleveland Browns. I don't think anything along the way jumped out as just like years that that he was like the best at what he was doing or an up and coming uh, offensive coordinator. I, I I don't know. To be completely transparent, you go way back to the Jackson early two or mid 2000s, 07 through it just 10. Doesn't seem like he's Jacksonville. had a quarterback like Lamar. Like anything to say, or he did this. And this is yeah, yeah. Oh, to that, to, to the you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about exactly what. Like, I, I don't think he's ever went out there and had. There's not very many <laughs> Lamar Jacksons out there, but but there, I don't think he's. I don't recall when Todd Munkin has gone out there and been like wrapped his offense around an athletic quarterback that that brings more to the game than just being able to sit in the pocket and throw the football. So I, I, a lot I don't, of people, a lot of people are high and said he's out scheming guys week after week. Uh, but to the point you're making, Ooh. it's also good to see. It's easy to out scheme people as well when you got the best athletes at every one of the positions. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, when I look at, I'll be honest. Happen? I'll be honest with you. You know, I mean, 
I studied Georgia some throughout the college football season covering the SEC. There's never been a moment when I looked at Georgia offensively and was like, damn, these dudes are scheming some some folks up. Really? I mean, these guys are – this is unbelievable. Yeah, like, there never – there never was – I'll argue I'll argue that, that they probably, from that perspective of, like, creativity and scheming guys up, I'll argue that Mike Bobo is going to be a step up in that – because that's who they hired at at, at Georgia, they, at the, the former quarterback from Georgia, yeah. former head coach at Colorado State. I, they'll do they'll do some things I think schematically a little bit different than what Todd Munkin has done. I think they actually upgraded from that perspective. So I don't I really don't know what to expect. Not real turned on, to be honest with you. Not real turned on by mm-hmm. the Todd Munkin in in uh, in Baltimore. I, I would have liked to have seen Eric Bieniemy there. Um, I, you know, I, I would have liked to have seen. Um, I know one one name that was on that board was Brian Johnson out of Philly. I would have liked to have seen him there. Not real turned on by this one. All right. Five coaches. Five uh, coaches hired in the NFL. Sean Payton, Shane Steichen, Jonathan Gannon, Frank Reich, and your coach, D'Amico Ryan. Rank them. Rank them objectively. Who had the best coaches? One to five. We'll discuss that coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, it is a Ticket Tuesday, so be listening in this hour. At any point, be listening uh, in this hour for your chance to win uh, tickets. A four-pack to the Chainsmokers at the rodeo this year. Uh, 
So make sure you stay tuned and listen for that. Oh, two-pair Ticket Tuesday, huh? Yeah, yeah. Got one at three and at five. Golly, you can invite a couple friends, man. You can, man. Yeah, two four-packs. Double date, Wait, man. two four-packs. No, you you win one four-pack, though, right? We're just giving away. We're two. giving away okay. two separate four-packs. Say, wait a minute. We got eight. We got a, we, we can make eight. We can make a party of eight out of this deal? I'm Come just on. trying. Like, I'm thinking right now. I guess I, you can. You win both of them. Like, and I'm wondering, <laughs> people at home, you could do this, too, when you call up and, and, and win these tickets. Like, I'm, like, if you're in a situation like I am right now, I'm thinking, all right, if I were to win a four-pack of you know, me and Courtney would go, and then you do a double date with somebody else. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, which couple would I do? Hey. Which couple? Well, I mean, depends on I what do. kind of time you want to have. You want to go play trivia at the, at the uh, bar, or you want to get down? Like, get down. You, you, you want to have a good I old mean, time show? It just depends. You want to watch, you wanna watch puppies play football and, and play trivia, <laughs> or you want to get oh, down? Oh, the puppy so bowl's it, over. Well, oh, my bad. <laughs> what we do, would it be Clinton Lowe, or would it be uh, Tyler and May? I don't know. You know, it's funny. You know what to do. I wouldn't be mad at you. I wouldn't be mad at you if you if you treated T. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at you. <laughs> what kind of what kind of what kind of party are you interested in? Kind of it was one night. We, it ended up being trivia night at the bar. That wasn't I mean, the plan. Just, I mean, look to each their own. As you said, man, some folks really like that. The excitement in your eyes and in your pants when that trivia. <laughs> yeah, that a lot of blood flow. And and you that woke it, up with a boner, G. Boner alert. And that it had it going, huh? <laughs> And of the subject matter, it being Game of Thrones Game trivia of Thrones, night, man, that it was just, big time. That did you in, and then so much so, a friend showed up out of nowhere, and the both of you all are just, you know, into it. Tyler sent out the group Listen. text, guys. It's unbelievable. I found a spot <laughs> trivia trivia night Monday night. Let's let's get wasted. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say trivia night when he said it. Uh, no, listen. In my head, I know who me and Courtney would choose, but I won't say it aloud. Um, I think the people. On the trailer, one the frame, text line, probably no. But I, I know in my head who I would choose. We know you'd take Parker and his wife. We know what's going on. I'd know who in my head I'd choose <laughs> between the two of you. And uh, all right, you all know. What happened? I winked at Tyler. <laughs> I see Tyler in and there I winking. Did, and, I, and then I was about to do this. <laughs> oh, the Undertaker cutting the throat? <laughs> Couldn't keep it in. All right, listen. I like the chain smokers. We got, we got, we got five, five, uh, five coaches now hired in the NFL: the Broncos, the Colts, the Panthers, the Cardinals, and your Houston Texans. We're all looking to fill their uh, their jobs. Clint, I want the people to do it too. Sean Payton obviously went to Denver. Shane Steichen went to Indy. Uh, uh, Arizona just hired Jonathan Gannon. Frank Wright to Carolina, and then obviously here with D'Amico Ryans. Rank them. Rank them, honestly, who you think best coaching, best fit, the best all the way they down. What's your, what's your, uh, how would you rank these, uh, these, uh, these coaches? Why are you doing this to me, man? I'm just, I just want to know. It, it's, it's the same right? order. It's the same order. It's all you got to do is insert the team. When I gave you my top three head coach candidates, all you got to do is insert the team. I think Sean Payton to Denver is is the number one hire. I think Shane Steichen to Indy is number two hire. I think D'Amico Ryans to Houston is number three. Frank Reich to Carolina is number four. And Gannon to Arizona is number five for me. So Sean Payton, Shane Steichen, D'Amico Ryans, Frank Reich 
And Jonathan Gannon. And the way Frank Reich's putting that putting that damn staff together, he's flirting. He's yeah, flirting. Jim Caldwell added to that staff as a senior. Dom Capers Dom defensively. Ezero uh, Evero. Yeah, as his coordinator. Uh, Evero as his coordinator, a, a guy that was a head coach candidate as a defensive coordinator, a former head coach, quote-unquote consultant, to come in with him. Offensively, you got Frank Reich. Who, I don't even know who he hired as his offensive coordinator. His quarterback coach is, is – uh, was my man that almost got the head job here last year? McCown, oh, oh yeah, Josh, Josh McCown, McCown is is the is the uh, the the quarterback coach. And Doesn't then, that feel weird and to then, say, right? And then Jim Caldwell, Jim well, at Caldwell. At least he's getting is, into the coaching thing. Now. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the way it's right supposed way. to happen. Yeah, like right? Clint said, that's yeah. it. It's supposed to way it's supposed to happen. Familiar with Frank Reich, you get the quarterback gig, and they bring Jim Caldwell in, who I believe, I'm not positive, but didn't didn't uh, didn't Caldwell and McCown cross paths in De- in Detroit? Not positive, but I think they may have. But anyway. Caldwell as, as an offensive consultant, former head coach, along with Frank Reich with that experience. Like, there's a lot of knowledge in that building uh, in terms of, of putting the right the right pieces together. Now, can that many former head coaches, current head coach, future head, that many dominant minds, can they coexist in one, in one building and get it done? I don't know. But Frank Reich is is the staff he's putting together is is to me in my opinion is second to none. Yeah. Um, listen, I think a lot of people are going to have some issue with D'Amico being third on your list. Um, I don't have a problem with it. Um, like I, I I think I think I think D'Amico and Shane Steichen are neck and neck right there, and I could see you giving the tie to the guy who is the offensive coach. That is, we've seen change a guy like to think right now I mean to just say it aloud that this year Jalen Hurts is being argued as a top five top three quarterback and it isn't a laugh you out the room type of thing it's real to to see where he's come from and Shane Steichen has gotten a lot of uh, a lot of credit for that and we've seen, and we, and we're seeing that. I can see why you go there. I'm just curious if Texans fans can be honest. If D'Amico Ryan's didn't have the previous uh, time here as a player, that emotional connection here, like I wonder how many people would would have wanted him over the offensive coach Shane Steichen, who just did what he did with the Eagles the last two years with Jalen Hurts. And I wonder, I think I think right now, yes, D'Amico is the fit because of everything that he's done, bringing the former players back, bringing the energy back. People can dig out D'Amico Ryan's jerseys that they had before. But if D'Amico played for the Jets for 10 years and there wasn't an emotional connection, I wonder would Texans fans still be into the, I'd rather have D'Amico, the defensive guy, over Shane Steichen, who interviewed here too, than the offensive guy. Yeah. I, I I think if D'Amico, which I think is a big part of it, I think if D'Amico played, hadn't played here before, that it would be Shane Steichen for, for Texas. That's a hell of an interesting thought. I, I, oh, I think it's a no-brainer. I, look, I, I think you talk, look. It, here's the deal, man. Is is like you take D'Amico's experience as a player away from from uh, the, the 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 situation here in Houston, and you just look at the coaching resume in terms of of uh, being one of, if not the best defensive coordinator in the game for a short period of time for the last two years, and he's coming out of the, uh, an offensive system that I think you know everybody is is really really high on 
and then you stack that up against these other guys, and you you take away you take away the fact that J.J. Watt is guaranteeing they got it right, and you take away that Andre Johnson is guaranteeing that they got it right. Jonathan Joseph, all these Wade Smith, all these other guys are are are, are co-signing this hire. I definitely think there's a different vibe towards D'Amico. Now, truth of the matter is, that's all part of it. That's all a real part of the package um, for D'Amico Rhines. But I don't. I don't think it's a. I don't think you. I think the point you're making is is very very valid. D'Amico Rhines in Houston here locally is is more accepted. Um, the 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 support, the groundswell, the the excitement, and rightfully so. I'm not saying anybody's wrong, but yeah. but. I think it is in large part due to his history here as a player. Yeah, I, I think we saw a lot of people say the only defensive coach that I would want is D'Amico. Because uh, of that history. Because the, right. Like someone just texted in just now. We got two right here. Someone just texted in right now. If there was no con- emotional connection, I wouldn't want him at all. Offense, 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 always for my head coach today. And another one said, uh, whether D'Amico played for the Texans or not, he is still the top choice for the head coach. Uh, this year for any team. Steichen may be good with quarterbacks, but is he a leader of men? Like, you don't know. Like, to be honest with you, Shane Steichen's as much of a leader of men as D'Amico is. Like, neither one of them have been head coaches. (laughs) Like, they both ran offenses. So, uh, it it is – that's an interesting interesting thought to to see where you would be if there wasn't the emotional tie. We'll talk to our uh, Texans insider, Brooks Cabina, will be joining us coming up next and get everything that is going on, the latest with the coaching staff and everything with the Texans. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, we're looking to be joined by Brooks Cabina, our Texas insider coming up. People are that ruffle some feathers, as I said. I mean, it's not a shot at D'Amico. I'm just I'm, I'm, no that is, what you asked is a absolute 100 percent fair question. Uh, and you got you got dragged into this one. Uh, you idiots are trying to rewrite history. D'Amico was the number one coaching candidate on everyone's list. Listen, you don't know that first of all. Wasn't on mine, but but that but that that's beside the point. It is the thought of if if there wasn't the emotional connection, would you have wanted the offensive coach who just <laughs> led the quarterback? I want hey, to second, here. To, to second team All Pro. I know we 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 got we got to get to Brooks, but that's just that's categorically false. 
categorically. What, 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 I don't even know what that means, but it just sounded really good. What that texture, what context. what that texture is that saying good. is absolutely false. I watched more TV and listened to more radio through this coaching search. Search and D'Amico Ryan's was not the the number one head coach candidate in this year's cycle. A- according to what according to what people that cover the, the the game of football, the NFL said for weeks and weeks leading up to this to these hires. Yeah, it is not a shot. It's not a shot, Brooks. It really is. What's up, Brooks? What's going on? What's good, baby? Brooks Cabina joined us. We come, we checked in here as we're looking. Shane Steichen. I believe he gets right. he gets hired in Indy. I do think because the Texans interview both of them mm-hmm. that they're in the same same division. These are two guys that we're gonna we're just immediately going to look at their careers and look at the progress their teams make. And to me, I, I think they're very very close and very very similar. I think both of them. Yes, uh, he was the assistant uh, of the year in D'Amico Ryan's, but Shane Steichen very very easily could have been the winner of that award, too. They both did amazing things with their side of the ball. But I could see someone saying, well, if they're both really close, hell, I'd give the tie to the offense. And the guy who just worked with the quarterback that was a second-round pick that wasn't thought to be anybody's second-team all-pro and finished second in the MVP, I just I, – I, and I raised the question, I wonder how many Texans fans would feel differently – about Shane Steichen and D'Amico Ryans if D'Amico Ryans didn't have that emotional connection. So we started about this at the beginning of the coaching search, talking about what are the major needs for the Texans. And the last two years, the worst part about the team has been their offense. So right whenever D'Amico Ryans started becoming a candidate for the Texans, that's something we've talked about on this show several times, Mm. is who is going to be part of his offensive staff. And since uh, the – 49ers staff, Kyle Shanahan's offense has been poached by first Robert Sala over at the Jets, and then again with Mike McDaniel with the Dolphins. You end up looking for more coaching assistance after that, and Bobby Slowick, now an unproven NFL play caller, is going to be the one leading an offense that's going to continue to build pieces. So you look at Shane Steichen, in the same way that you look at D'Amico Ryans, you're like, wow, look at these two offensive and defensive minds and how great they are. Like okay, like I, I remember kind of saying this at the time when when they were playing each other in the NFC um, Championship game. It's like all right, these are both really really good teams with a lot of great pieces. You're like okay, you have a very efficient offense. Uh, they um, with with uh, you know they they made the big AJ Brown trade in the offseason. All these players that are able to make that system run. Who on the Texans would fit that right now? Obviously, they're going to add some people. So the same thing. You look at Demico Ryan's. Like look at the 49ers and how they're just getting to people like their whole entire front is filled with first round picks on the defensive line and uh and the Texans aren't there so like there are going to be issues um whether the Texans would offense or defense as they continue to grow that's why I think there was so much uh stress built on okay what candidate do they feel most comfortable with that can be sustainable over time can teach coaches build a foundation of coaches and they I, I think the D'Amico Ryan's fits a lot of that because you've seen that sustainability through that coaching tree I mean what's um it'll be interesting to see how Steichen approaches things with the Colts because obviously their offense you still have Jonathan Taylor but he's been injured a bit but they need a quarterback too so um that would signal to me what they're going to do at number four overall and maybe they're 
um, you know, interested in going up to number one and jumping the Texans. Who knows? So, I don't know. All these things are very preemptive. Um, it would have been interesting to see the Texans go offense because they need that very much. Uh, but uh, they need a defense, too. They gave up the most rushing yards in the franchise history. Couldn't and, stop uh, the run. The win. So, um, it, it, it'll be interesting to see. I do know that whenever Steichen interviewed with the Texans, he impressed him. But um, I think what struck the Texans a lot about D'Amico Ryans, and we've talked about this last week, is that he just really, really wanted the job. Yeah. He told him at the end of it, like, yeah. please, make it happen. So Casario said it himself on that introductory press conference. like, well, it kind of behooves us to go and make this happen. So I think that's that helped, too, to see that a, a candidate was all in kind of from the beginning, and that gives them confidence in someone that they can build around. So I don't know. Um, it'll We got a whole offseason to look at how they address the roster, but on both sides of that, the Texans weren't going to make that jump either way. Um, uh, like how you saw the playoff teams this year. So um, I am interested and still a bit skeptical to see how the offense does with uh, unproven coaches. But I talked to Mike McDaniel about this, and the thing is, is like whenever the 49ers began, none of them had play calling experience either. You know, it's like Kyle Shanahan did. So in the same way, like D'Amico Ryan's is defensive play calling experience, but on the offensive side, I guess it's converse. But um, – you know, I was I was curious about things like, you know, it was kind of an unsaid thing, but uh, none of us basically wanted to screw it up for the other guys. So you have a lot of people that have that kind of accountability. Um, I don't know the, the sense that I get um, Jonathan Alexander. He's he's been him and I working on the Texans beat together. We're both approaching both of these coordinator hires. And um, it, it seems like there is uh, that kind of, uh, you know, uh, in, interest and interest. Uh, um, uh, willingness for success so we'll see we'll see how they approach that in this kind of hire what what are you hearing we, we look over in carolina and frank reich is has yeah. hired jim caldwell and dom capers and and uh a, you know defensive coordinator and easy row evero that was a, a a head coach candidate um you know they're, they're my point is that they're putting some some veteran head coaches in more of um of of consultant level roles if you advisor level roles if you will do you see the texans possibly doing that over the next week or so um you know it's it's i i could see some of that with D'Amico. like you know you you saw that um you know at the very beginning of the nicosera era that was kind of their big thing was like okay so david Colley, he's had 27 years in nfl assistant to coach experience but he's never been a head coach so equipped him around with, you know, Romeo Cornell was still on the staff. You had Lovey Smith there. Um, so they could try that. It's, it depends on what, like, what the coach is uh, comfortable with. But as you saw, like, all the wealth of experience that was there didn't really do much to get on-field success with a team that's continuing to grow. Um, and the, the the person that would probably be that for D'Amico would be Gary Kubiak. But I I, I don't know. He's, he's, he's been out for a while. He, he – it, it it I don't I don't know if I'd see uh, that possibly happening. Um, it, it it could happen, but uh, the, like the people that would be part of his um, connections there, that would be there, and he's already a phone call away. So um, uh, we'll we'll see how they build that up. I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, the other thing about it is is like um, even I keep going back to the 49ers staff. Sometimes having fresh ideas and prog- progress and progressive coaches in the building, you kind of let them. Uh, lean on that so that's something they could probably do too and uh, just focus on what they're going to build as a coaching staff all right our beautiful Texans insider Brooks Cabina joins us at this point 
Let's hook the folks up right now. Your chance to win a four-pack of tickets. Uh, and uh, uh, Brooks is smiling for you. He, uh, he, he won't be here to give you those tickets, but he's really happy for the winner. Caller number four, 713-572-4610. Caller number four, 713-572-4610. Your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to see um, Brooks's favorite band, The Chainsmokers, uh, at the Houston Rodeo. Coming up March 10th. Uh, he's a huge fan. So yeah, that's, uh, that that that's actually the nickname I have during the football season. Chain smoker. I mean, geez, after that last couple of years, man. <laughs> Are you you smoke cigarettes? No, I don't. No, oh, he don't. No, look at his teeth. I'm be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, I was I was set to believe it. You would have oh, felt it. I didn't realize he looks, what, to, he what, looks to me what like brand? one of the closet smokers. What Marlboro brand? Light, no question. Camel Marlboro is what Light. I was thinking if I had to go Marlboro somewhere. Light. Not in American Spirits. I don't give off that vibe. Not Newports? <laughs> not nah, Newports. Not a chance. No, nah, with that Carhartt jacket on? I think he that's got, Marlboro Man. I think he got some friends that smoke Newports or Salem's. Uh, but I, I don't. Uh, I didn't realize that many people smoke cigarettes still until I got into journalism again. It's yeah, just something either. about being on the grind and, you know, having a low there, salary that. <laughs> look at <laughs> Hey, look here. It out of here. Look here. There ain't no doubt. And there ain't no doubt that I could pull up to this building one day and on that on that parking deck on the roof of the parking deck out there where there's little there's little uh, picnic tables over there. I could get out of my car and be walking towards the building, see you in that Carhartt jacket over there with B. Scott, y'all pulling on one of them. Look, yeah, I'm that I was thinking about heaters. that in Beaumont. Um, there there was always a smoke. break. You're definitely smoking. There in was Beaumont. there was a there was a smoke break. There was a little spot on the top of the parking lot for sure. <laughs> that got us through. There were a lot of things we had to get through, and that was uh, one way to do it. <laughs> real real quick, I want to get your thoughts on this. Your feel on the Texans of the draft nears. Yeah. We heard Jim Irsay talking about today. Hey, that number two looks good. He he don't look half bad. Any way you think. From what you know of the Texans, that they would even entertain moving up to get a to get a player that they want. Moving up from two? No, no, no I'm just yeah, I'm just yeah. No, I don't because uh, at this at this point, like that was a not just because that was a pick you could have had by losing, but Absolutely. like you, if you feel good enough about the two, three quarterbacks that are available versus the price the Bears are going to ask for it, like I don't see Casario in an acquisition mode that they still are giving up anything to make that kind of And pick. you don't see them looking at one of those guys saying, or somebody up there saying, I got to have God, him. I hate that, Brooks. I got to have him. Cause Feel I think, good I think about the, any three in a draft? I think the, Col- I think the Colts have the, I got to have it, potentially. Well, everybody I, everybody that's going to draft a quarterback in the top five that mm-hmm. that is, is and knows what the hell they're doing is going to be, there's one guy that's going to impress that just head over heels more than anybody. When you look at the whole package, there's one guy, maybe maybe two, that are going to be like these. These guys are no doubt stamp them. They're franchise guys. Now whether that happens or not, irrelevant. But damn it, they impressed enough in the combine, their film, their their temperament, their leadership, their communication skills, their all of this stuff. Yeah. And everybody that's in the quarterback market should be trying to pursue that guy. And if you don't get him, then you go a different route. I just get a sense that Casario and his. Uh, history with the Patriots and here with the Texans that they have a lot of confidence in their process. This is just like Oof. how I see what they, Damn how it, they've Brooks. talked about it and how they express it. I mean, they go through an entire draft board, build it from one to 150, and then they do it in tiers. And there's not just one name at the top. You know that I, I feel like they have confidence that they're able to get, assemble a roster across the entirety of a draft, and they don't put all that much much stock in one pick, that, much that, less but, the but number Brooks, two that, overall, that can't, that can't, when you can pick 
we're talking about quarterbacks, best man. In all of it, so. But I, I, I completely understand where you're coming from, and right. and I, but and, and that I just makes don't them know if we're it can't see, be with quarterbacks, though, right? I just don't see how. I, I mean, this is my personal opinion on this. I don't think we are sitting here thinking, okay, Bryce Young is now, or um, C.J. Stroud. It's not like this is Andrew Luck coming out in 2012, you're right? Like, okay, right. We need to go all out for this, and this is going to be there. Or, um, I mean, the other situations. I mean, we just saw Patrick Mahomes win another Super Bowl, and Deshaun Watson was a person the Texans traded up for, too. And that was later at the 10s whenever people were trying to jump up. The Texans aren't in a position right there. They're at number two. So they don't have to jump up to anybody to get a quarterback that might be in that saying the same thing. Like Watson and Mahomes coming out of that draft, you're like, okay, either one I might be kind of happy with. And for those first four years, it kind of looked like that was the trajectory. So I don't see them using a lot of capital to address – the litany of other needs that they have on the Texans to go and get one quarterback when the other one may be pretty close in their evaluation. So, um, I mean, that may not be something that's very popular, but that's just my assessment of what I think Casario and his department thinks about in their in the in the confidence of their scouting, their list, the way they build a draft board. We appreciate you, Brooks. We'll talk to you next week, and uh, uh, we'll see. Man, get rested up as this uh, free agency and draft get coming. It'll be fine. It will be. Get up there and get get out there and get your heater on the on the roof of that parking deck. Oh yeah, nice uh, coffee tables. I'm gonna come back and get a better voice into this microphone. (laughs) Some Virginia Slims. Yeah, there you go. Turn him up a bit in there, Tyler. All right. Well, coming up next, we just talked about the Texans. Uh, Bobby Slowick is a new offensive coordinator, and we even hit on these uh, these draft eligible quarterbacks this year. There's four of them that are going to be in the conversation. Which one fits Bobby Slowick, the new Texans offensive coordinator? Which one of these quarterbacks physically, tangibly, skill set wise, fits Bobby Slowick's system the best? And the three guys that are left, what team do they fit best? We'll talk about that next. Off your ass, on your feet, out the shade and in the heat. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 